Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? Dear Lord, what if I told you that all the things I believe to be impossible are in fact very much possible? Ah, reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, Lord is terrifying. We're at the fringes of the map. And there's more than just dragons. In your name I pray. Amen. I'm sorry, what? I'm the marshal. The man, the man who's claim I'm I am George Maynard. The man who is claiming to be George Maynard, he is Morgan Clan. Is this guy shitting me? Look, it doesn't seem like he's shitting you. You you look he everything else you like reviewing everything else in your mind, any other interaction, not obviously the amount of interactions you've had are limited with this prisoner right. but everything previously you've seen like he has only ever been furious or violent with the sheriff no one else you remember when the reverend was asking him oh did the sheriff shoot first and he freaked the fuck out like he was pissed off that clanton right or maynard or whoever it is the other guy was being referred to as the marshal he was furious it seemed this all like locks into place this seems correct Okay, I, I, I look at him and I believe you. I can't let you loose right now. You gotta help me, man. You gotta fucking help me. I'll do what I can to help you. But if What I do you mean you, now, you left him alone wait, with the... <laughs> I put the fucking gag back in there and close the mask up again. The marshal or the fake marshal struggles... Uh, he doesn't want to be regagged, but you he there's not much he can do. You regag him. And I, I continue as as close as I can to his voice. I start mm. spouting off like some cowboy <laughs> soliloquy. The door slams open, and with all the piss and vinegar that he had on day one, George Maynard, the marshal or the fake marshal, re-enters this car. He looks at you standing very close to his prisoner, and he says, what the devil do you think you're fucking doing? Ah! I, I immediately look very sheepish and small. I go, this is terribly embarrassing. <clears throat> I've always rather been enamored with the cowboy mythos of the West, and I, being face-to-face -face with this bound desperado, I... I, I... The marshal shoots the roof. Ooh! <laughs> Skedaddle! <laughs> Skedaddling. Meanwhile, you enter the rear cargo train. There is further crates, luggage, and stuff here. In addition, you see one massive crate 
it's vaguely human-sized, I suppose, just not necessarily saying there's a person in it, just to give you an idea of the size of this thing. You see, stamped on it, like seared into the into the wood, is the word Blackwatch, and then just beneath it, there's like a crest. Does Blackwatch or the crest mean anything to me? Through history, there have been many, like, quotation marks, paranormal investigation groups and whatnot. There used to be a thing you know of, you've heard of a thing called the Longhouse. Every now and then, the, it becomes popular again and resurfaces. But the Longhouse is kind of like a group of loosely amalgamated paranormal investigator sort of stuff. It was really popular in the 1700s. It's kind of making a resurgence today as well, which is probably why you've heard of it. The Longhouse, or the modern Longhouse always, or whatever Longhouse is happening at the time, always likes to trace its origin to the previous Longhouses, but there's actually not a lot of connection that you know of, at least. It's kind of just like, I don't know, imagine if the Knights Templar came and went every now and then. Okay. There have been other smaller, localized sort of groups that become interested in the occult. Blackwatch is kind of like a pseudo-government entity. It's one of them. It was formed a little while ago. The details are kind of hazy. No one really knows exactly when it was formed. But it was formed maybe about 50 to 100 years ago. They're mostly just treated as like... (laughs) You know how there was that president that believed there was mole people and organized an expedition to the North Pole to drill down into the... This is real life. This happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of just treated like that, like as a curiosity, a historical oddity. Oh, that's peculiar. And the crest of arms is, so Blackwatch actually originates in the UK, but there are arms in other governments around the world. No one's really sure how it happens, but someone presumably with enough wealth and influence, it goes to world governments and is like, hey, can we, can we do this here? And they get yeses sometimes. And this crest would be related to a chapter that you know that exists in the South Americas. I would say I found out about this during the war of having some like conspiracy nuts bring this stuff up. Well, absolutely. There were like two competing black watches during the Civil War. All right. So I see that and I clock that and it brings back all these memories of these discussions and potentially seeing one of the crests at some point and like somebody trying to represent it and go... Oh, well, great. And I look around and I go, just more press and stuff. I look towards the floor and see if I can see any more blood trails or Mm -hmm. uh, things that would have been shifted around. Going from this car, you step outside and it becomes really like, really noisy, air, the train, whatnot. Then when you step into the next one, you're like, oh, it just isn't here. There's, it's not like it dries up. It's not like it goes anywhere stops from the previous car to this one you don't think whoever was bleeding came into this car well that i had an idea of where they went based on our first real talking and meeting mm-hmm. and i i gauge that i go well it seems like they just disappeared oh uh that crate by the way that crate with the black watch stamp on it you see that there's a little hole in it as you're standing there Agent Watson walks over to it one more time. You see, he gives like kind of a furtive glance around. Like he genuinely looks to see if anyone's in the immediate vicinity. And then you see he just quickly peers in through the hole. Agent uh, Watson, you don't have to answer my question. This is just a 
curiosity of things I heard during the war. Are are you a part of this Black Watch? Is that what you're an agent of? He looks at you and he looks at Sting. Yes, I work for the government. And part of the Black Watch division. I've heard a lot of stories about them during the war. I work mostly with antiquities, he says. You uh, you believe him. You think, yeah, he must. You, you're like, well, I suppose, like, you, you, you're like, well, the supernatural can't be real. That's impossible. So maybe the real Blackwatch just deals with antiquities. That makes sense. A lot of crazy stories with them. Just always sounds like nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, 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 campfire stories, he says. Anyway, we should leave, he says. And he starts ushering everyone back. Yeah, As he's sure, doing sure. that, you hear a gunshot. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> I go out, and as I'm walking, I look up towards the, um, like when I'm outside in between the cars, I look up to see if I can clock the Australian woman on top. You don't see hide nor hair of her, but you do notice that there is damage to the outside of the train. There's little, like, tiny little uh, holes. It looks maybe like bullet holes, but you don't get a great look at them. All right. There's several of them going up along the side to the roof. Interesting. Yeah, and then you're ushered in, and you see the standoff between the marshal and Edwards. I look back at Agent Watson. This is not my jurisdiction. I'm not a cop. I I skedaddle. You rush past the marshal. Agent Watson puts a hand on your shoulder reverend and says get out of here i gotta have a word with the marshal uh yes sir uh thank you for indulging me for looking for her. i'll let you know if we find her as you leave you hear you hear agent watson giving the marshal a fucking earful of it and as you walk you see that several people have like excitedly congregating in the hallway again like a second gunshot what could that be Miguel starts trying to disperse them. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Everyone back to your rooms. Is there a way from my room that I would know that I would be able to safely peek out and look on the roof? Or have I seen in between cars that there are ladders towards the roof of the train? There are no ladders to the roof of the train in between any of the regular ones. Uh, so between the passenger car and the the last passenger car and the first cargo car, there was a ladder there. You did you do remember seeing that there's a ladder on the caboose as well on the exterior rear of the caboose, and probably one on the the engine between the engine and the coal car, and then probably between the coal car and the first dining car, but. You yeah, the ladders aren't on every single one of the cars. Okay. Are we in the same car together again or is he still in the No, you're in the, the same program? car again. Yeah. I try to I try to catch his eye and, and sort of indicate with a little Okay. Um I look at Sing and I go, if you find her and you need some help, please let me know. I'll keep an eye out as well. Yeah, I'm gonna look out for her, Sing says. Alright. What did you do? Not now. Come this way. Back into our, our, our room, and one of the rooms, and close the door. <clears throat> what did you find? Well, I'm pretty sure that she went onto the roof or uh, ditched because the trail stopped between the first cargo car and the second one. Uh, it seems unlikely that she left the train. It hasn't stopped. Well, she was forcefully thrown from it. Possible. Um, I don't. I. Mm. I talked to the prisoner. All right. Well, 
Yeah. Wait, I mean, you did you, did you hear? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Talked, talked, talked to him. I'm sure he loved that. He claims. Wait a minute. Sorry. You talked to him, but he talked back to you. I, yes. Did you take off his mask? Yes, I took off his mask. Are you crazy? <laughs> oh, fair. All right. Well, okay. what what did this criminal say to you? So he claims that he is Marshal Maynard, and that the Marshal Maynard we've been talking to is, in fact, Mr. Clanton. Well, of course he would say that. Uh, well, here's the thing. I'm inclined to believe him. Why? He's he's locked up. He's obviously done some terrible things. Who? I don't think anyone good would end up in that exact situation. Listen, you don't get to you don't convince auditoria full of people that you can see into the next world without being pretty good at reading folks. And I don't think he's lying to me. He did seem pretty forthcoming with helping us find the person as well. He seemed very angry about the marshal. Oh, all right. Well. The Lord detests lying lips, so we should keep an eye out for, well, whoever is the problem here. Oh, no, the marshal is a criminal. Where are you having this conversation? Uh, one of our two rooms. You hear, boom, 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 and then a banging on one of your two doors, like someone knocking. Is it the one we're in? Uh, odds or evens? Odds. It is. What are the odds? Bum, 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 bum. You hear Singh's voice. Are you in there? Uh, yes. I opened the door. I need your help right away. You hear a scream from the next passenger car. Uh, wait, come on. We've got to go in right now. What is happening? I found her. All right. Uh, I follow. The French debutante, you see that she's like in a, she's got her hand to her head. She's half fainting and she's looking into one of the rooms. As you approach the room, you turn around and see a bloody display. The Australian woman, Jeannie Richardson, she's wearing that stealth suit that you saw her wearing last night. She has on her feet, you recognize crampons. There's like shoes that you use for climbing. And she has in either of her hands, she has the ice pick things that you use to climb as well. You can see the window to this train car is open and there is obvious signs of a struggle. There is blood all over the place, and she has got, she is, like, covered in cuts. Covered in cuts? Singh moves to pick her up, and he says, take her to my room. I've got medical equipment. Uh, y- yes, sir. Uh, I'll take the head. You carry the legs. Quickly now. All right. I'll get the doors. <laughs> all right. No, sure enough. Well, there will be several closed doors, so you get the closed doors. As you're doing this, once again, the train begins to assemble where you are. With the notable exceptions of Otis Bismarck and his bodyguard, Sol Moreno, you notice that the that strange man with the poncho, he isn't here either. And then finally, at a certain point, Miguel peels off and you don't know why. But everyone else, including the marshal and Agent Watson, eventually show up. You move to Singh's room, where Singh begins trying to bandage and perform medicine on her. Would you like to assist? Oh, uh, absolutely. You spot a bullet wound where she was shot, but that is definitely not what is killing her. The bullet wound is probably in like her arm, and you can see it's a through and through. It does not look in any way like a bad wound. She is definitely dying from all of these cuts, and there is not a lot you can do to save her. 
Uh, does this look like knife cuts, like nail cuts? Like what kind of cuts are these? They're massive gashes. That you can tell they were either made by a very big knife or a very sharp knife. Actually, you could probably tell it wouldn't necessarily need to have been a very big knife. Just a very sharp knife could have done this. Well, this wasn't done exactly by an Arkansas toothpick, tell you that much. But this looks to be very sharp. Definitely a weapon of some sort. Like, I don't know. Someone has to have a knife on them or something. How's she doing? Is she conscious? She's breathing heavily. She is not conscious. Singh, did, did she say anything? Was there anyone coming out of the room that she was in? Anything? Singh shakes his head. I, I just found her like this. She was in her room. Uh, Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm going to crouch down next to her head and uh and I don't know, like get a wet rag or whatever and, and like press it to her forehead and ask her or like just keep her talking. You talk to her, she doesn't respond much, but every now and then you see her eyes flutter and she tries to say something in response to what you're saying, but it doesn't look like she has enough air to say anything. Uh, I am going to try and remember uh, with the eidetic memory who was on the side of the car that we would have been on compared to her and who was on the other side trying to gauge who could have come into the room and stabbed her if this was done post-shot her moving away from the mm. gunshot scene. Uh, it really depends when it happened. Like, if this happened while you were investigating the cargo cars, then it could have been almost anyone who wasn't in the cargo cars. If it happened while you were chatting just now, then it, once again, could have been mostly anyone except probably the, like, crew on the train, the porter's, and the the train driver, obviously. Uh, you're, like, trying to go over in your head where people came from and what happened. You don't think Miguel could have possibly done this? Also, Miguel just seems to not be... Well, unless he's a great actor, Miguel seems to be very scared at the sight of blood. In fact, right now, you can see Miguel is looking anywhere but inside Singh's room right now. All right. Uh, I would also think it's not the agent or criminal slash marshal because we're yeah. yelling at each other the marshal the fake marshal and agent watson could not have done this um i'm gonna try to comfort her as best i can 
All right. You know, she's clearly dying. We're going to tell her that she's fine. This is okay. And if I can get any words out of her, like, what? well, first, first, I want to comfort this woman. Because okay. this is even, even a, you know, a, a, a shabby charlatan has some human decency. Do, doing my best to do that, I'm going to ask her, like, if I can, you know, like, who did this to you? She tries to gesture for you to come in close. I, I lean down with, like, my ear right next to her mouth. She very faintly tries to say to you, Bran, 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 Bran. And then she dies. I, in, in a very weird, he doesn't know what to do with himself moment with the Reverend, he's going to look at Edwards and go, were you lying to me before about what you can see? Oh, ho, ho, ho. the woman has just died. I take off my hat. Now's not the time. Now would be the time if you were, if you can, if you can help this. What happened to this woman? Not happening anything else. This is, this is the time. I don't care what kind of sin this could be are there other people still in the car yeah there are other people still in the car that that soldier the french soldier takes his hat off and puts it in his hands out of respect and you probably see maybe frida dietrich does the same and uh well miguel just kind of walks away quite clearly still scared to see blood or a body now john crown you see has kind of like a smug expression, if anything. And because you're paying attention, you notice that he says, he mutters it to himself, not saying it to anyone else, but he mutters it loud enough that if you're paying attention to him, like you are, you see him say, one finger curls shut. You're you're really putting, like, I, I. this would probably be the very first time that I'd give you anything but a fake friendly or real friendly look. I, I, I stop. I take a deep breath and go, excuse me, I need to go get my Bible. I need to read this woman, her rats. And I walk out of the room, pushing past and go to get my Bible. And then come back if nothing else happens. While that happens, Agent Watson begins trying to disperse people, sending them back to their cabins. By the time you've rummaged around and found your Bible... It's just the three of you, I would say. Oh, four of you, including Dr. Singh. While, while the Reverend was getting his Bible, the only thing I could usefully do, uh, I, I take you know the, the cloth that was there that I was keeping her, you know, like compressing her forehead. I just clean whatever blood is on her face away so she looks a little more presentable. While you're doing that, Agent Watson kneeling next to you says, did she say anything useful, son? I'm afraid I couldn't make it out. He nods. But she recognized whoever did this. He, he has like a really dark, sort of very serious expression. I fear this will not be the last. So I'm going to scoot on. I'm going to scoot on past and mm-hmm. uh, open up to a special page that is bookmarked. And you will notice that this is a very used Bible. This is probably the one mm-hmm. that he has taken with him through all of his journeys not one of the ones he's been selling not selling but giving away to people and he says god grant a living grace to the departed rest to the world 
peace. And to us and all the faithful, life everlasting. And the blessing of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit remain with you, Jenny, always. Amen. And I close up the book, and I put a hand on her shoulder, and I look at Sam and go, is there anything you need to need help with? Um, I haven't anything to to wrap her in. I, I got some clothes we can use. I don't need them. Why don't we see if uh, one of the porters can bring us a clean sheet? Agent Watson nods. I need to speak to Miguel anyway. He gets up and he walks over to where wherever Miguel went. Or is it just the two of us in the room? At a certain point, probably, Singh like stands up. Both of his hands are bloodied from trying to to save her life. He wipes them down on like a cloth or something like that that he has, and then he says, uh, "I'm going to, I'm going to get a drink. Do either of you gentlemen want anything?" Ah, uh, bourbon, neat. If you don't mind, just a water for me, please. I appreciate that. Thank you. No worries. He walks away. You uh, have a moment together. I don't, I purpose, like, I, I, I very pointedly don't make eye contact with uh, the reverend, and I start looking for anything unusual if in her, like, pockets and pouches. On her, like, utility belt, you find her pistol, obviously, and a whip. The pistol is, un- you, <laughs> you open the pistol and nearly, maybe even laugh, to, you nearly laugh at the comedy of it when you crack open her pistol you see that it isn't loaded okay you put her pistol down her her whip crinkles as you move it you can see that her whip is definitely much used in addition to that in her pouches you find just kind of like odds and ends for climbing you find one of the pouches is just full of chalk the two little climbing ice axes look well used and very old but well looked after well looked after there's like string, a ball of twine. There's some rubber bands. There just appears to be like a lot of different, like anything that you could find in the, you know, an odds and ends drawer that you would have yeah. in your kitchen. Anything that you could find in an odds and ends drawer, you could potentially find here. Scissors and tape are but in there's one no, of the pockets. There's no like clue as to what the hell is going on here. Well, eventually. You open one of them, and inside is a crumpled up letter. You take that out, open it up, written simply, Dearest Miss Richardson, comma. I read all of this out loud. You have been invited to an event starring the Fingers in Ice. Full stop. Your fellow Fingers will enjoy your company upon the Cross All-American, and then it gives the details of this specific train. Should you wish to attend, your objective will be the El Donchetto Man. Full stop. We look forward to seeing you. Signed, a friend. I tucked that back where it came from. Well, there's the competition, I guess. Listen, I'm very fond of you. As I think you know. But don't you ever put me on the spot like that in front of other people again. I'm... I apologize. I, I've seen a lot of people die in my time, and I've seen you do some strange, though I can't quite understand it, things, and seeing that 
there there's a, a crate in the back that leads to some possible questionable things in the world. I'm I'm grassmass straws here and I thought if there was any way to get ahead of it, I I'd really do apologize putting you on the spot like that. I was grasping. I just don't want anyone else to die. I'm gonna reach and you know what I'm just de- I'm deciding that uh, Edwards has this same exact big hokey decision making coin that I have. Sure. All right. The number of people who know this is was halved recently down to just me. But considering that we are in something of a situation here, I find it expedient to perhaps let you in on my little secret. Uh, I am a fraud and a charlatan and genuine medium. Uh, The one is to cover up the other. No one would suspect someone having the genuine ability to speak with the dead if he were theatrically and obviously a fraud. And uh, I don't think I need to explain to you why I would want to hide such a thing. You don't? But it's been very expedient at keeping me off the streets and rather comfortable for the last few years. Become quite respectable in as far as that goes. What exactly are you trying to accomplish? With what necessarily? You see that the Reverend is simultaneously very much listening and trying to give you a realm of comfort while feeling incredibly uncomfortable at the idea of you actually being a medium. Do I, uh, can I, can I see that he is uncomfortable? I am not hiding it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, If you're uncomfortable with it, imagine how it feels to have dead people talk to you. I'm uncomfortable for mostly, I mean, I hold up the Bible. Everything Mm. that I know and what I've learned, excuse the, I know you just asked me a question. Just one quick question back to you. Are you part of Blackwatch? <laughs> you don't know nearly as much about Blackwatch, but you've heard the name before. You know, they're like crazy people who say that they work for the government and who hunt ghosts. Right. The uh, Yeah, the, the ghost chasers. Well, that response tells me you're not part of them. Uh, I'm pretty sure Agent Watson is part of them from what he was saying earlier. And there's a crate in the back with a big logo on it. So you being a medium, I just kind of grouped it all together. Um, okay. Well, let's put that aside. You asked me what what I'm trying to accomplish. What do you mean? What, 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 what was that display all about? What do you want to know? If you're able to, to reach out and talk and find information can you do that with with her now that she's she's passed or is that gone do you think i can just conjure up anybody for any reason you you just informed me a couple seconds ago you are a true medium i don't know what to expect of anything i am a reverend oh no 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 i i can it's actually quite easy oh (laughs) shut up (laughs) You uh, spend a point of willpower? I have one. I'm like, all right. Yes, but we're really putting ourselves out in the open here. Anyone could walk back into this car. Uh, I think we should uh, make it quick. 
Well, I, I can stand out there and look around and give you a sign if someone's coming. What do you want me? What do you want to know? I don't know if we can find out who stabbed her, cut her, killed her. You know what the deal was with the march. I don't know what you can figure out. This is all your territory. I'm just acknowledging that it's a possibility here, and I sincerely appreciate you trusting me with this. Think nothing of it. Uh, I will. And I I turn around and I walk out the door and I keep an eye out up and down the hallway. When he when he gets out of the room, I just slump and go. I I put my hands, I I stand at the, like, just past the the woman's head, I put my hands on her shoulders Mm -hmm. and reach out to the other side. Mm Mm-hmm.